All right, boom, three, two, one, we're live. It is February 8th, 2020. Hello, everybody, again. Welcome into another episode of Kicking It With The King, a.k.a. Segments, um, episode 30. Like I said, welcome in. It is February 8th, 2020. My name is Gabriel Hernandez, and we're back here. It's fight week. I'm excited. We got a lot to talk about. Um, we still got a while before the fight starts, so I felt that it would be necessary and it would be cool to sit down a little bit and talk about the fights while they're here. That's the best part about it. And that's exactly what we're going to do here. Um, appreciate you guys for joining us here, uh, like I said. Um, but before we begin, as always, we are available on Spotify, um, iTunes, main one all the other major podcast providers wherever you get your shows folks um and also leave us a five-star review five-star rating um and like i said be a part of the conversation talk to us we're here we're live it's fight week um ufc 247 that's exciting um let me close the fucking drapes because you can't all right there we go all right ufc 247 uh i can't wait i'm excited man it's later on today John Jones versus Dominic Reyes. Uh, we talked about it. And just quickly for the audio listeners, um, to see the beanie I'm wearing on. It's a lot more comfortable than the last one. Quickly. Um, that's not important, is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, like I said, UFC 247 is later on today. Um, when the fights start usually like around four or so. Something like that. And then, um, yeah, so that's the plan later. I'm going to watch the fight. Um, like I said, I'm very excited. We had a couple of really good shows. The last time I know, I apologize. I was a little aggressive on the last episode of the show. But um, I don't know. I was pretty confident in my picks because I just know, you know, how I just know, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you just see it and you, you can tell. I mean, I, I followed John for years and years through every single one of his fights and every single one of his performances and then through all the outside shit, regardless of, you know, like the non-fighting shit, you know, the legal troubles, all the battles, all these other different things, man. And I've been watching the sport for a long time and I'm, I, I just, you know, I felt the need to say that Dominic didn't do anything that I necessarily thought he, like, I don't know, he didn't, doesn't, didn't do anything, in my opinion, that convinced me that he would be the next guy to beat John Jones. It wasn't like an, oh my God, this guy is an absolute monster. Like, he is a monster. And I said that. And I, I, I apologize. I went hard in the paint in the last episode. We're not going to uh, pull up old memories or anything like that. I, I just know that I went hard in the paint. I just explained that Reyes didn't really, in my opinion, do any flashy extra things that John hadn't seen before. And, you know, I'm pretty damn sure that John's aware of every single um, tactic and you know, the skills and what they could bring. I mean, arguably, Tiago Santos look a lot better in his... You know, Tiago Santos is the kind of guy that that I would have kind of put as, like, that in that category of being like, oh, my God, this guy, you know, this guy can knock you the fuck out, as could Reyes. You know, he's well-deserved. It's well-deserved for him to, to be here. It's well-deserved for him to... You know, he, it, it's, it's more than deserved, man. Like I said... Corey Anderson and Jan Blahovic are booked as we speak. And, you know, the winner of that, you know, could potentially fight John later this year. 
I actually came and went on a funny rant the other day about, uh, you know, Corey Anderson and Jan Blahovich, you know, Dominic Reyes' comments about John and all these other different things. I mean, I laid out a potential scenario. So, meaning that I said that, uh, you know, it was just like Jan's grappling defense was terrible. I said that his it's trash. Um, I expect Corey to beat him. This is quoted from my tweets and stuff. I just kind of you know laid it out really quick. I just think Corey's gonna beat Jan again because if you look at Corey, he's coming off the fire hot performance over Johnny Walker. Oh, Johnny Walker was consistent or considered to be the next threat to John Jones' throne. Luke Rockhold made funny comments about that too, along with uh, you know, a couple other people, Chris Weidman. And I was like, oh my God, you see? I mean, if you look at all these like people talking weird shit and mad shit about John, and it's not mad shit, quote unquote. It's just idiotic, outlandish, crazy statements. Like, like just looking at some of their interviews and some of the things that they're saying, I'm like, are you do you believe the things you're saying? I mean, I believe that John is the best of all time and, and, and will and will continue to show that later on, later on tonight. Excuse me. I don't know why I stuttered when I said that. Um, I'm very, 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 very sure of myself and, and my confidence and my picks and stuff and all this. I mean, like I said, what does Dominic have that John hasn't seen before? A left hand. Okay, John's fought guys, plenty of guys with nasty power and, and um you know, ability to end the fights in certain areas. Yeah, for sure, John never fought Anthony Johnson. However, that would be a fun fight to see. That would be like an, oh my God, like, you know, John's got to be absolutely careful. But, you know, that would be the case if John fought a, a Rumble Johnson-like guy. If you really want to lay out potential dangers for John that I would like to see him prove himself against, I don't think that's necessarily going to happen unless John moves up to heavyweight or something like that. But let's lay someone out real quick to talk about like an oh my gosh to where like, you know, that kind of frightens me for John. Let's go to Dominic Reyes. Dominic Reyes does not frighten me for John the way like a Rumble Johnson would. That's what I'm kind of re trying to reiterate. That's what I'm trying to talk about. He doesn't fighting me the way that like a rumble johnson or like a francis and ganu fight yeah yeah a francis ganu fight for john and heavyweight uh no thanks i think i'm good i think i i think i can live to fight another day rather than to watch john go and do that so uh, there's certain fights that scare me that's what i'm saying like going back to this title defense he has later on today there's i respect dominic i think he's a fantastic fighter he has nasty power he can he can knock you out standing uh, going backwards you know maybe essentially is comparable to gustafson when he was on the rise i mean gustafson before he got his title shot everyone was talking about him he said oh i can beat john jones and the one time that we see John truly challenged was that first Gus fight where John didn't truly train to his best. He was partying and, you know, it was just, it wasn't himself. You know, he still found a way to win. He didn't quit. I mean, fast forward to the Vitor fight. Are, are you, we go to the Vitor fight. I don't know if that fight was before or after. But yeah, John had his arm hyperextended. And I was like, what the fuck? He's not going to tap. He's not going to tap. And I, I think Vitor replaced somebody, if I'm not mistaken, going back to that fight. But I think he replaced somebody. And um, I don't remember. I just remember that, you know, uh, John was in so much trouble early on. But then eventually John just, you know, adjusted and picked him apart. Anybody that John's fought, he, he has, you know, slowly but surely picked him apart. Oh, Machida, he landed a couple punches on Jones. Oh, 
John doesn't like to get hit. Oh, John doesn't like to get hit. Okay, no. Why would you want to be hit? I mean, look at Floyd Mayweather. He he hasn't got hit. He's ended his career essentially being like the least touched boxer in the world. Yeah, that's smart. Hit and don't get hit. Move. You got to get out the way. It's stupid for people to say stuff like that. Of course, John is not going to want to be hit by people because why in the fuck would you want to take any extra damage? I think John finds his range. He, he picks you apart he, and he starts to turn it up later on in the fight. That's how he does it. He picks you apart. I mean, I've heard divided opinions about that Santos versus Jones fight. And I sided with um, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan said it best, man, to be honest with you. I mean, I feel that John did, you know, more damage. Santos had no knees. John, I mean, obviously, I don't know if Santos injured himself in that, but John, you know, more so was in control of that fight. You know, he had some trouble. Santos did cut, catch John a couple times. Now, I don't think John was in any quote-unquote trouble, as everyone says, but he did tag him. He did kind of, you know, hit, he hit him clean. I got to be completely honest with you. But at the end of the day, John was able to capitalize. He dictated that pace. He was in complete control. This is one of the other rants that I was talking about the other day on Twitter. If you follow me on Twitter, I deleted the Twitter off my phone because I was kind of a little, I don't know, I was in a little, in my feelings, I guess, a little bit earlier about completely other stuff, personal shit, but I took my Twitter off my phone, but you can follow me on my Twitter right now at G the King MMA folks. Um, but what I was saying about the Santos Jones fight, everyone wants to sit here and talk shit and, oh, John, John doesn't look the same or, or, you know, uh, he, he, he lost that fight or all this other different things. What fight are you watching? I think people get shit confused, to be honest with you, when it comes to how the fights are scored and what they're truly looking at. Like, just because a guy swings at the wind and, you know, essentially gets closer to almost hitting him or, you know, just because your favorite guy swings and or whatever else that he does, every time he swings, man, everyone's going to go, ooh, ooh, sway the judges, ooh. Okay, that's exciting, but you're not landing, you're not doing anything significant at the end of the day, Santos wasn't able to hardly walk, and he lost both his knees. John knocked him down with one of those elbows to the side of the head at one point, dictates the pace. Um, it was in complete control. Go back and watch that fight. He was in complete control, in my opinion. I don't. I, I, I think you guys are, um, obviously, you, a lot of you aren't aficionados, but it's quite simple, man. You, you, you gotta listen to the smartest people out there i'm not saying that oh i'm like the oh, absolute smartest person but it's it's pure logic man you just gotta watch it man at the end of the day look at who who, who clearly had more damage hmm? who clearly had more damage john walked out fine obviously a little slower from the nasty leg kicks of santos but you know i feel john, definitely john was in control of that fight and um this brings me to say in a rematch that fight does not go the same in the favor of Jones. Because John stood and kickboxed, was a great kickboxer. A great, uh, great, great, fantastic kickboxer on the feet. I mean, whatever you can say, Muay Thai, whatever it is. Santos is a nightmare on the feet for a lot of people. So you got to be careful. You got to play that game, you know. Unfortunately, it went to a split decision. A lot of people didn't agree with the split decision. A lot of people did. It's the first time John ever went to a split decision. If you notice, two greatest, uh, the greatest fighters of all time, George St. Pierre and John Jones, both went to a split decision. Same thing people say about the GSP Johnny Hendricks fight. I felt GSP edged that one out. He barely edged it out. 
But it, I mean, I can understand where people say Johnny Hendricks when it was a toss up, but you go back and forth. And, you know, I feel that GSP barely edged it out. He hurt George, definitely had him in a lot of trouble. I don't know necessarily, I'm not going to think about the fact, was it PED Johnny or post USADA Johnny or any of that stuff. I'm talking about the pure matchup. We're not talking about the politics. We're not talking about anything else in the behind the scenes. We're talking about what we've seen in that cage that night. Take away the logic. At one point in time, when I first started watching the sport, I didn't think about steroids. I just thought about the fights. I just thought about the blood. I just thought about the chaos. I just thought about all the knockouts and stuff and seeing people get knocked out for the first time. I was kind of nervous. That takes me back to believe when I first started watching this sport when I was hella little when I was like four or five or so um we introduced to karate I was nervous stuff watching it but the first time I watched UFC on spike dude I was like I don't want to see them get knocked out I turned off I don't want to see them get knocked out I don't know what it's like to see knockouts and stuff like that obviously like I had seen Mike Tyson a little bit else after that that's like a young kid looking at that and I was looking at it at that point in time and I was just like oh my god I was freaking nervous to see knockouts but um what were we talking about? What were we talking about? Let's bring it all back. Um, how long have we been on for already? Oh, we still have a lot of time. We've only been here for 15 minutes. Why the fuck would I even say that? But um, Yeah, so as I was saying about the Jones versus Santos fight, a lot of people, all you guys go fuck yourself. When whoever, come, whoever said it was close, you go fuck yourself, honestly. It, was, it wasn't close. Santos had significant moments. So at the end of the day, I mean, logically, are you going to go with the guy... The guy who doesn't have any more fucking knees at the end and can't even walk? Are you going to go with the guy who did more damage? John did that damage. You know, he hurt himself. You know, Tiago obviously hurt himself, but John, you know, probably those oblique kicks probably didn't help it at all either and probably made it worse. And, you know, obviously Santos fought with heart and grit and toughness and stuff like that. But, you know, toughness doesn't win fights. Scoring and, and um, obviously, I don't remember looking at the score. I don't fucking look at the scores i look at the significant strikes i look at the physical damage but then again there's a lot of criteria when it comes to uh how this sport is um scored and stuff and i completely understand that when i looked at the fight i just didn't think that john i mean i didn't think that santos did anything significant okay we're back folks sorry for that had to take a piss um i don't think you guys even knew that but going back to what we were saying about Jones versus Reyes, Reyes, you know, like I said, has a huge chance. He has a huge chance. Definitely. I'm gonna I'm not gonna be completely biased just because I followed Jones for the longest time or I'm a huge fan or anything. It's not that. It's logic. I mean, if you look at all of who John has fought, and you know, like I said, this has been a common thing with people talking about potential challengers. You know, if you go back to, you know, since Reyes wants to bring up being the Chris Weidman, I guess. And just because he beat Chris Weidman, who beat Anderson Silva, that's his reason to why he's going to beat John. Okay. That doesn't sound too logical, Dominic. That's not going to be a good. It's got, he's, he's, he's going to know what it's like later on tonight. I can promise you that. Um, all right. For listener, audio listeners, we're live on Instagram, IG, TV. I don't know why um, you can't just save the whole video or anything else like that, but um, our podcast will be available for 24 hours on IGTV, so definitely suggest you catch that. So um, let's see, looking at the timer, I need to turn the timer over. Um, 
But like I said, you can't disrespect anybody in the octagon. You got to respect everybody. So what I'm saying about Dominic is that, you know, he has the chance of the lifetime. He has a chance, a huge chance to really change his life, to add his name to history books forever and submit himself as one of the one, one you know, shocking upsets of the world. You know, I heard Ariel Hawani talking about this the other day on his podcast about um what would be a bigger upset, John or Caitlin Chukagan being Valentina. Um, I would Ariel, are you crazy? John losing to Reyes would, would be more shocking than Valentina losing to Caitlin Chukagian, but in reality, ladies and gentlemen, John will retain, Valentina will retain tonight. Mark my motherfucking words. But, like I said, um, yeah, for sure, Reyes is dangerous. He has a left hand. He's long, tall, big guy, huge guy. Cool beard, I guess. And... You know, but I have to admit, when it comes to logic and what he says in his interviews and just the things he says, man, pretty unintelligent, man. I mean, understand, this is his first big shot. This is his big title shot, you know. You know, he didn't necessarily submit himself as being the next guy in line, in my opinion. Just being honest with you, they just went with, well, I think they just went with what John, John said something about him picking race. Or something like that. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly what John said, but you know, I mean, it wasn't like, oh my God, I absolutely have to see Dominic Reyes fight for the world title after knocking out and a Cheney Chris Weidman, you know, who has lost more fights than he's won nowadays. Man, it's like that. You beat if if I beat a Cheney a Cheney middleweight at the stake that the light heavyweight division is at. I'm not saying, like, say, for example, me, like, I go and I knock out Chris Weidman, me. Quite personally, I'll be happy with myself, but there's part of me that knows that all these other guys already did that. So my knockout won't be as impressive. I may knock him out in impressive fashion, but still, there's a part of me that's that's going to know that, you know, someone else has already done that. Look at where Weidman is in his career. It doesn't get me excited now. Say, like, for example, Dominic Reyes fought Anthony Smith or something like that in a number one contender's fight. Say, for example, that happens, and Reyes knocks him out on call, oh, out, out cold. Imagine he knocks him out out cold. He has like an amazing performance. No decisions. I think before he fought Weidman, he was coming. He was coming off that Reyes, uh, uh, the Volcon fight, and that's the fight I dis I disagreed with. I did not like that fight. I did not think he won that fight. So, you know, just looking at it. It was a shuffle. It was who was available. It was who made the most sense. It was who John wanted. It was who, you know, uh, who came to terms when it comes to title fights. Dominic Reyes just happened to be in that spot. He's dangerous. But I only know of a couple of women beating Jared Cannonier. Jared Cannonier doesn't excite me right now. I mean, obviously, he's doing some good things. He has some quality wins at middleweight he's slowly but surely stacking his way up in reality you know the biggest fight in middleweight right now is israel versus yoel romero as we seen yesterday at a press conference what about how about those dance moves man that's crazy jared cannonier doesn't beat either of those guys man if you look at what reyes did to cannonier i mean cannonier's striking i mean it's just striking is very good man i gotta be honest he has power and you know he's slowly but surely putting everything together and stuff like that but 
I'm not gonna look how petty I sound sitting here trashing all the opponents. All these opponents are quality, and you know, like I said, you just gotta. I said this the other day. He beats everyone they put in front of him. It's not like he's asking for these low quality opponents. It's the who the UFC's matching him up with. So I'm not gonna sit here and sound like a hypocrite disrespecting each and every one of the opponents or anything like that. I'm not here trying to disrespect. I think I get sensitive when it's John Jones fight week, ladies and gentlemen. That's probably why I'm sitting here like, oh um defensive and stuff if you heard the last episode i'm just like almost like completely sided with john like completely like I, i'm not just siding with john it's just the fact that it's true i mean john's been the champion since i've been in high school man since 2011 baby not even that old but the fact that is that he's been dominant for that long he survived generations of all this he's fought guys that are way more talented than dominic reyes at undefeated okay cool undefeated but in reality, if one George judge turned it the other way around, you would have lost that, that Volcon fight. Tell me how many people think that Dominic Reyes won that Vulcan fight. John's undefeated. He's undefeated. Nobody has beaten John. Quite simple. Nobody has beaten him. Nobody's beaten him, and that's going to stay the case. I mean, I'll eat my words completely if Reyes somehow came out with anything but thinking about it I tend to overthink sometimes and I put my head up my ass when it comes to some stuff like that John's just gonna walk through him cool Dominic doesn't do anything that excites me does it he's not any different Chris Weidman's big ass head got him knocked out and by the way, I wasn't talking about fighting Chris Weidman. Well, that, that sounds outlandish. I'm not even in the UFC. I don't want to fight Chris Weidman. I was just saying, for example, like say someone beats Chris Weidman later on. I mean, you're happy about a, a guy who's not even in the top 10 or whatever, not top five or something. I've been anywhere near fighting for a world title anytime soon. You know, if I beat, if I rack off a win, if I like KO Tiago Santos or something like that, I mean, I'll be happy about that. I wouldn't be happy about some dude that's been knocked out in every other one of his fights. It's like you're playing, uh, playing with the punchy bag or something like that. No disrespect to Chris Weidman, obviously he did do some amazing things. He has that win, that win over Anderson Silva. Notice said win, not wins. I mean, the stupid leg check. I mean, consider it a win. I mean, I guess yeah. I mean, forever people will kind of be suspect of that. I'm not suspect of that. He did check his kick and all that, but, I mean, it, it's all good. But anyways, like I said, there's a lot of uh, interesting uh, fights on that card, though. Other than that, I mean, I mean James Krause stepping up on a uh, short notice to fight, uh, what the fuck's that little punk's name? Uh, what's his name? Trevin Giles or something like that. I don't know why I can't stand that guy. And he's just like, he sucks. I wasn't, a, I'm not really, a, I wasn't like necessarily a fan man, so I was just like, like, I mean, he's cool, but it doesn't impress me, I mean, his, his, I, I feel that one of his biggest holes is, 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 is grappling, his defense, is, is wrestling, I mean, someone put, uh, a good, a good grappler put, takes him down, um, at will and stuff, it's, it's, you've seen his last fight, man, he's, he's on a two-fight losing streak, man, nothing about him impressed me, man, necessarily too much, man. James Krause stepping up, I think that's gonna be an easy win for him, I think James Krause wipes the floor with him, way more polished in the jiu-jitsu area, way more polished in grappling, and way more polished on the feet, riding a six-fight win streak, I mean, you didn't have to cut any weight for this fight, probably, I mean, 
I don't know what it is. I can't. I can't say that. I hate. I don't like these guys. I just don't like pigs like that, man. I guess it's just because he's a cop. I'm just kidding. No, I was like, it'd be cool to punch a cop. I, that's. I bet that's what uh, James Cross thinks. He's like, since he said it's like everybody talks about being a gangster until it's time to be a gangster or something like that. Though this gangster in the form of James Cross gets to punch a cop in the face and not go to jail for it. I'm just kidding. Don't take me down for this Instagram. I know Instagram gets sensitive. Um, we're live on, um, we're live as well. We're live right now, but by the time everybody hears the audio edition, we won't be um, quickly while we're in this. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we are brought to you by Anchor. Our friends over at Anchor, excuse me, sorry about that. Um, Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast, folks. It's the very app I use to produce this episode, or these episodes, and my own, my own podcast, Kicking It With The King. I've done it for about three-plus years now. Um, it's five stars in the, in the app store for a reason. It has great reviews for a reason. I have not seen one bad review about it. It's the app for you. If you're trying to start your own podcast, if you're trying to get your name out there, if you're trying to establish an audience or have a great time with people, Legend Joe, it's one of the best things you can probably do. I mean, distribute your podcast automatically to all the major podcast providers, iTunes, Spotify. I think they're in partnership with Spotify, if I'm not mistaken. And um, like I said, it gets your podcast out to the masses. It's not hard to find. You list the links. You post the links. You can put them in your Instagram. You can send text messages with them. It's easy as hell to access a podcast with Anchor. Anchor is the app for you. Automated voice guides you through it step by step. All you need is an email and a passcode and everything else under the sun, ladies and gentlemen. Um, follow our podcast page directly at the main homepage at www.anchor.fm kwtk pod as well as um you know visiting the website directly for your own sake www.anchor.fm slash start to start your own podcast if you're fancy if you like to type it in on a computer and you rather be less dramatic rather than pulling it at your phone and downloading the app quickly um you can download it directly from your Android or iPhone, or you can visit the website directly. I don't know what the website offers, but I do know that with the app, the apps, you can download it quickly and surely and get to starting on your brand new podcast today. Like I said, spread the knowledge, spread your voice, create your audience, ladies and gentlemen, anchor.fm slash start. Now back to the show. All right. So, I mean, I think we've talked enough about Jones versus Reyes. Obviously, you know, I'm picking John. I think John takes him out by decision, tactically. And I think that it's going to be an impressive fight. It's going to be a fun fight. And, you know, I can't wait to see everybody eat their words. Let's get to the let's get to the co-main event. It's pretty similar when it comes to the challengers and stuff like that. I don't know if I talked about it yesterday on, uh, or not yesterday, but the other, the last episode of the show. Um, about Caitlin Chagin, man, she's a very talented, she's number one contender for a reason, and she has some good quality wins, um, but same thing I said about the Dominic Reyes, man, she doesn't, she doesn't do any wow thing about it, it just seems like she's another contender, there's no wow factor about it, there's nothing that she does, she's a fantastic fighter, but there's nothing that she does that I personally think that that will be a threat. I don't think it will be a threat. I mean, if you look at how polished Valentina is on the feet and 
like how good she is and her her counters and all that. And Caitlyn said something about her being like a counterfighter. No, she Valentina's not a counterfighter. She'll lead. She'll lead the pace and she'll dictate the pace too. And if one thing isn't working, she'll go to the next thing. And she's versatile in many areas other than one. So I, don't, I mean, I think some of those outlandish comments about from Caitlyn that she said about Valentina. Um, I think Valentina always finds a way to win, and she she adjusts and she starts to figure her pace out, and you know, she she'll she'll do some effective things. I mean, you can have long arms, or uh, you can have long arms, or whatever it is, range, whatever you whatever you think you can use. Um, I think that Caitlyn says those things because she um that she has to hype herself up. She obviously she believes in herself, and she's obviously confident. But you know, there's one thing about preparing for a kind of fighter and you know putting you know preparing for what they're doing in the training room some people execute it perfectly but you know if there was someone that really concerned me or something like that I would be completely honest about it but you know you can get different looks from people and train and oh I can train for this I can train for that but in reality you really don't know what they're going to do at present time and and, and that that kind of moment you know the big moments like this fighting for your world first world title it stuns a lot of people it doesn't, you know, a lot of people prepare. You can prepare for anything and still get your ass beat. It doesn't matter. What happens when you get your ass beat? There's nothing that she does that, that I feel that Valentina hasn't seen or do. She's just a basic fighter. She's great, she's, uh, great on her feet. She's tall. She's rangy. She moves good. She has good cardio. But she doesn't have nasty knockout power. I mean, if you look at her last few fights, all decisions. People are getting mad because her fights are going to the decisions. But you're, you're, you're effectively winning... But you're not dismantling your opponents like Valentina. Valentina um, has finished a lot of her fights, and she talked about um, one of Valentina, our Valentina's last few fights. Um, let me pull up Valentina's Wikipedia because I, I mean, I want to see if that Jessica I fight was. It was before the Liz Carmouche fight for sure. That Liz Carmouche fight sucked because the way Liz Carmouche was engaging. That was one of the worst performances by a title challenger ever. It wasn't Valentina's fault. Um, let me see. It was just the fact that Liz Carmouche wasn't really willing to really engage like that. And she was trying to frustrate her. And obviously you've seen that went bad. And Valentina ends up winning in general already. Now let me pull her up. Let me pull up Valentina's Wikipedia. Okay, she's only 31 years old, damn. She has hella fights, too. Uh, 59 wins, or 56 wins in... Uh, kickboxing, according to Wikipedia. Um, 56 wins total, 3 losses. Mixed martial arts record, two losses by decision, one by knockout. I don't remember what happened. I don't think it was by knockout. No one's knocked her out. I think it was like a cut or something. Um, Let me see. I, that's not what I was trying to look at. I was trying to look at her record. Okay, so she has a win over Liz Carmouche. And then, yeah, before that, Jessica I, then Yoana Young-Jacek, Priscilla Cachoeira, the questionable fight, the second fight with Amanda Nunes. Um... So Valentina's last few losses, only last two losses are Amanda Nunes. So, like I said, um, it's it's different because like she's considered probably you know if it at at flyweight excuse me, um, 
she's probably considered the best of all time. Amanda Nunes, best of all time at her weight class. I mean, I mean, I know I have that the argument between Chris Cyborg and Amanda Nunes for so long, but you know, we're not gonna talk about that. We're just talking about the UFC right now and talk about where she ranks. Valentina ranks at the top. And like I said, going back to Caitlyn, there's nothing that I think Caitlyn does that, oh, absolutely impressive. There's just nobody left. There's no viable contenders at that at that uh, at that weight class. Hey, what's up? Tell me tell you this. Tell me what. Yeah, there's there's nobody at at that weight class that impressed me. I mean, yeah, she's fantastic. And this is the same thing that I said about Dominic. You know, all these guys have title aspirations. They are future champions at 205 pounds at whatever weight class. They're going to be champions one day, but not while John's a champion and not while Valentina's a champion. So, I mean, it's going to be another one of those sorry-ass excuses and stuff like that to why they didn't win the championship belt or, you know, it's different. Like I said, people people can – you can plan. You can think about it. I could say I could beat John Jones. But when you get in there, the moment changes. Everything's just so different. People don't realize that. And and Dominic and um, – I can't even remember her name. Caitlin Chukagian? Yeah. You guys aren't going to be a champion well, any of those people, I don't think any of those girls at flyweight can beat Valentina right now. I, mean, I just like, I just don't think, I just don't think that any, any of those girls have a, a, a chance. John is one win away from history. Yes, he is. And, and I wouldn't be mad if it was a decision either. You know, like I said, the Anthony Smith fight, he picked him apart technically. He looked good. I mean, he didn't put him away or anything like he put away Gustafson or put Cormier away. But, you know, I'm fine with the tactical, you know, decision. You know, the way that these light heavyweight guys are talking, all the outlandish comments, all the stupid shit Israel Adesanya is saying about John, all this other shit that, you know, Reyes said. Like I was saying earlier, Reyes is talking about, uh, oh, you know, Chris Weidman beat Anderson Silva and I beat. Chris Weidman. Okay, you're talking about something that happened a million years ago. If that's the way you need to build yourself up and make yourself confident, that's fine with me. It just does. There's nothing that he's saying. My my question was, I I, I posted this on Twitter the other day. Okay, everyone's saying that Dominic's confidence has been on the rise. Okay, on the rise. All right. You still haven't explained to me what he's gonna do. What's Reyes gonna do? Is he gonna knock John out, or is his wrestling so absolutely fantastic? No, Volkan took him down. Reyes is not undefeated. Everybody needs to sit the fuck down. John's undefeated because he was dominant and he accidentally did some accidental elbows. But other than that, Gustafson, the Gustafson fight that John had, like I said, we keep going back to John because this is such a fire hot topic, and I'm excited about it. Um. But, you know, we, we, Reyes was in a questionable fight. I mean, at the end of the day, Reyes did get the win. So he's undefeated. He's fighting for the world title. There's nothing we can do about it. I'm just going to say that everything else that, that happens is, uh, you know, it's there. It's there for the taking for both challengers. I wish them all the best. But I stand by my comments, by what I say about the fact that I don't think that they're going to, um, you know, be victorious. I mean, maybe we're all shocked. Maybe I'm just going to be like, Oh fuck! What's going on? Like I don't fucking know what's gonna happen. You know, say for example, something crazy happens tonight. 
Okay, that will be hard to get over, honestly. It will be crazy as fuck. One of the craziest upsets, I'd have to say, in modern um, 2020. Um, but I think we're fine here, ladies and gentlemen. I think we're fine. Um, how long have we been on for? Now I can ask that. Because we have that other segment. We have the other part that we did part two earlier. Um, what else is on the card? We'll do we'll do a preview of that. I did circle my picks and stuff like that earlier for officially for um what I did earlier. Hmm. Fuck. Where did I put that picture at? I don't know. I don't care about the five picks. The only ones I picked were uh, John beating uh, Reyes, Valentina beating um, Caitlin Chukagian, Derek Lewis beating Lila Latifi, uh, Juan Adams, I think, beating the other dude. I don't remember his fucking name. Um... How about uh, Israel Adesanya versus uh, Yoel Romero? Let's talk about that fight for a second. We'll, we'll touch up on it when the time comes sooner. But that's an interesting fight. Because if you look at um, Yoel's style and his unpredictability and his... Uh, what is it? His... Like, his unpredictability, his massive KO power, I feel like he's made of steel, as Luke Rockhold famously said. But, you know, like I said, he's unpredictable. He has a lot of power. He's hard to, you know, fight. And, you know, Israel could really have a coming out party, you know, with an amazing performance over Yoel. I mean, Yoel is one of those guys that I feel is in a unique spot versus other people. He's in a very unique spot. Regardless of the losses and all that other stuff. Oh, why is he getting a title fight coming off a loss? Okay. No. The reason is because it's, it's, it's a unique spot. Both Robert Whitaker fights. People thought Yoel won. Um, the second one, I thought Yoel won the second one. The first one was very close too. Um, and then the Paulo Costa fight, that was Yoel's last fight. I thought it was close as well. So, And I actually thought that uh, Paulo Costa won that fight, but um, you know I'm not a judge or anything. Well, I thought Yoel won that fight. I don't know if I just said Paulo Costa, but yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm I'm, I'm convinced that Yoel won that fight, the second fight. Um, so he's been screwed. I mean, what's up with the Cubans getting screwed? I mean, Masvidal, handful of his fights have been um questionable too. I mean, like I said, like the losses that he's taken have been questionable losses as well, and so is Yoel. So someone's got to get on top of that shit. Um, and like I said, you know, I think it's an interesting challenge for Israel Adesanya. This will really show either him or Paulo Costa, regardless, what would be interesting showcase to see if Israel really is, you know, the best of all time at that weight class. I mean, being middleweight champion in less than a couple of years, it's a fantastic achievement for reals. You know, I believe in him. I think, I think he's a great, uh, great fighter, um, you know, he's like, kind of like a video game like fighter. I mean, he moves well. He, 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 um, 
Like his, like his speed, his accuracy, his timing, everything's on point. I like what I see when I see Israel fight. I just don't like the whole outlandish. I mean, I'd like to see him fight John Jones. Maybe, maybe his coming out party of John Jones. Maybe he is what John has uh, was in the past or something like that. Maybe he he's a huge star. I mean, he is a huge star for sure. But like he said he's been knocked out before in kickboxing, and so John's never been knocked out in his life in combat sports or anything else like that. So it's gonna be interesting to see that one. I definitely can't wait for that one. Oh yeah, I was gonna hit this. I don't know why I put it down. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram too quickly at G the King MMA. Uh, follow our podcast page directly to ladies and gentlemen at G or well, at KWTK Pod. One more time, G the King MMA for my podcast as well. Um, and so forth. No, 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 and no. Caitlin Chukagan by decision. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm wearing some fight pics right now. That's fucking funny. Hmm. Anyways, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. I don't know if I should just should I stay here? Should I play some music for you guys while we're waiting? I think I will. Hopefully Instagram doesn't take it down. Commercial break in three, two, one. We're live in three, two, one. Alright, we're back. Alright. For those who just joined us. We're back from commercial break. We actually, uh, for those who didn't know, on the live feed right now, we were just live on Instagram TV. Um, I had a break earlier for like five minutes, five minute break, because I'd use the bathroom and stuff like that. I don't think you needed to know that, but um, we used the bathroom earlier, right? And um, uh, now we can get back to what we're talking about here, but... Um, How's everybody doing? I, I'm I, I'm like literally excited for the fights that are later on tonight. It's gonna be cool. Um, probably gonna have the fights on. Well, obviously I'm gonna just have them on my on the app and stuff. But I like to have like loud sound in the background, so I'm gonna probably uh put them on the sound bar and speakers and stuff too. So it sounds extra cool when you're watching them live. So I could try to do that. You know, relax on there and eat some good food and. You know, have a good time and stuff like that. So that's what we're going to do here with, with the fights. And other than that, I don't know. Like, pretty much just been relaxing and shit like that. There's really been nothing else that we've been doing and stuff like that. But um, other than that, like I said, we're just sit down, watch the fights. And, uh, you know, just relax. Ooh. <laughs> sorry i was laughing at something i seen. Uh, I, I forgot that i posted this on twitter i just opened facebook right now and i'm looking at it um i don't know nobody gets offended right now but um okay so it says 
transgender people want to be accepted for who they are, yet they weren't able to accept themselves who they were. Ooh. Ow. I seen that. And, uh, ouch. People are savage. People are brutal. Why in the hell do people do that? Yeah, I guess people just don't care, man. It's just funny. Oh, fun fact. Since we're here, let's talk about it. I got called a nigger the other day on, uh, on, on it was like, was it on Snapchat or through text? Oh, it was from this other dumb bitch because uh, I called her out on some stupid shit. Uh, on some shit she was doing. You know how bitches are nowadays, women and stuff. No, I'm not referring to women as bitches or anything. Don't get it, don't get it twisted here, folks. I'm just saying that people that don't like to be called out or if you tell them some truth about something, they get mad and, you know, have a little pity party or insult you or say something. But unfortunately, my insult towards, toward the insult towards me was being called a nigger. I, I gotta be completely honest, though. I got pretty pissed off. Not gonna lie, like someone called me down the street. I didn't. I did make a kind of a real threatening kind of post earlier, um, saying that like, oh, someone says that to me, they don't expect to be eating from, uh, you know, from a straw from six weeks. I'm gonna punch you in your fucking mouth if you say that shit to me. So I got pretty upset, but then I reverted and resorted to like, you know, if you want to come meet me or come see me anywhere. You can come see me in the gym or come see me anywhere, man. Come to my house. Come here. Come fight. Doesn't matter who the fuck says it. But um, like I said, I'm not really trying to reiterate towards that. Re reiterate that towards women or anything like that. I'm just saying that you know people got to learn to be uh, respectful nowadays. And you know all these stupid little tramps out there that are disrespectful or treat guys bad or you know uh, think they're too good or their heads are way way over their shoulders just because they're a woman or something like that. No, I mean I'm I'm not saying everybody everybody's like that in a lot of ways, but there's just specific females that I feel act like they're too good or, you know, they're better than everybody else. So, you know, I'm like, you should sit the fuck down because your dude's probably chilly, cheating on you, excuse me, and doesn't probably really even love you. So sit the fuck down, motherfuckers. I don't care how controversial we get on here. We're gonna have a great time while we do it, folks. It's kind of like the uncensored side of me. Then again, like, like I said, I've been through a lot of different, like, I've seen a lot of different type of females and stuff like that since we're talking about it. We're pretty much done talking about the fights and stuff like that. So we're just going to, uh, we're going to go off on a tangent, as Michael Bisping says, and we're going to talk about it. Um, I mean, it's like, you ever get uh, women that, like, you know, it's like they, they want, they want hella shit from you, but like, they don't want to do nothing on their own. They expect you to do things, but they don't give you things in return. It's like, no, dude. Um, like, like people, people expect shit from you, but when you don't do anything, their selfish ass, you know, is is upset. It feel they feel like you're they're owed, nigga. You're not owed anything. Sit the fuck down. That's not even close to being true. I hate pity pity parties like that, man. Like I said, unfortunately, that's what the the word this uh, specific bitch used. But uh, like I said, like I'm not offended by that because I know at the end of the day, any of these people that are talking that shit, 
or I say anything online and stuff wouldn't say it to my face. They wouldn't stand up to me. They wouldn't knock me out. They wouldn't submit me. They wouldn't uh, piece me up. They wouldn't do nothing. They wouldn't physically. They wouldn't do anything to me, man. I'd rather get upset rather than put my hands on somebody for uh, talking some shit or saying some shit like that. But that's one of the best parts about the gym is that you get to settle things in that regard. So more news coming up when it comes to the gym and stuff like that. Um, some exciting things coming up. Um, we'll talk about them as the time comes by sooner. But what's next? What do we got left planned for this day while we wait for these fights? Hmm. Just probably going to relax. Sit back and relax. And yeah, some posts earlier that I posted, I was a little upset. And uh, just relax because the fights are a little bit later. But uh, like I said, uh, I'm so high. No, I'm just gonna relax. I'm gonna rela just gonna relax and wait for the fights. It's so funny. Um, what am I reading? Um, what am I reading? I, I got told to read something. <laughs> I got told to read a post, but I was like, what the fuck post are you talking about? I'm trying to read. Um, anyways... Is that it? I'm kind of scared to uh, get off the air. I'm just kidding. Hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Valentina Shevchenko beating the... F Ooh, look at this guy's face. Who is this guy? Chris Algieri. Oh, that was after his last... Oh, some dude last fight. His face was all busted up and shit. Oh, my. I'm trying to look up something I've just seen right now. Hold on. Let's watch the embedded. You guys watch the embedded?
pictures with my daughter. Uh, she sent me a lion in the cross. And uh, I said, I love you, daddy. She's constantly giving me that love, man. It's like, it's beautiful. It's tremendous. Damn, that's sick. That nine millimeter Jones is holding. Valentina's so sexy. Caitlin Chukagan has a man voice. God damn, Valentina and her sister are fucking sexy. Valentina likes guns. She speaks Russian, Spanish, Portuguese, and English. Goodness gracious, man. She's just so fucking perfect. John. I bet John has hell money, though, too, from all his championship fights and so All the money he's made throughout his entire time. Latifi making his heavyweight debut.
I mean, she's pretty fine, Caitlyn, but I don't think she's gonna win. I guess she, her voice isn't that bad. She kind of looks like Holly Holmes' sister. Is that a gay flag she has? Let's get to John, baby. Looking at each other, that's funny. All right, guys, I think that's it for us, ladies and gentlemen. I got it, I got myself excited for the show. Um, can't wait for that. Uh, appreciate you guys for joining us here. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at G the King MMA as well as. Our podcast page directly at KWTK Pod, both on Instagram and Twitter. Appreciate you guys. Uh, thank you to, for tuning in. Listen to the show. It was a great one. I had a lot of fun. And we'll be back here. <coughs> <coughs> <coughs>
Ooh, sneezed. Excuse me. We'll be here here directly after the fights. I don't know if we're going to do a podcast directly after the fights, but we'll definitely be thrilled to talk about them for sure on Sunday, tomorrow for sure. I can't wait for that. And uh, like I said, we'll be back sooner rather than later, ladies and gentlemen. G, the king, out, baby.